Welcome to the Beis Havad's Business Halacha Daily in conjunction with Yerucha. Today I'm joined by Baruch Meir Levine, Dayan at the Beis Havad, and author of Landlord Tenant in Halacha. We started the series about shlichas, talking about a case where a, a person sends a shliach to do something for him and he changes his mind before the person comes back and what sort of liability there is there. Let's discuss now the exact opposite case, and we'll give a, a good example to illustrate it. Uh, a fellow sends his neighbor to buy something for him at auction. And his neighbor goes to the auction, and um, fully intent on doing this, uh, being Mekam the Shlichus, and when he gets to the auction, he sees the item that he's supposed to be bidding on, and he says, well, you know, that's that's very nice. I want that for myself. And he goes ahead and he buys it for himself. Now he comes home, and the person who sent him says to him, he's like, no, I, I sent you as a shlich for me. You can't just stop in the middle and go do it for yourself. You were there in my capacity. So whatever purchase you made, now it's mine. Who, who gets this sought-after auction piece? Mm-hmm. So, so there's no question about it that it, it was wrong what the shliach did. Um, you know, he was, he, you know, he gave his word that he would buy this item for the Mishleach. And, and not only that, but the Mishleach was re- relying on him and, and, you know, gave him the information about the purchase. And he used that information that the Mishleach gave him against the Mishleach to take it for himself. So it's wrong. And, and, and you know, the Gemara calls such a, a, a person a Ramai. But, uh, however, the Gemara says that, you know, halachically speaking, the item will belong to the Mishleach. I mean, the Mishleach... Um, does have the ability to um, stop the shlichus before the sale is done. You know, once the sale is done, it's too late. If he bought it, if when he bought it, he had a mind to buy it on behalf of the shlich, it's too late. But if he before, if before he bought it, he changed his mind, he does have that ability, and therefore the item would belong to him. Now, there is an issue that we won't necessarily believe, Abezin won't necessarily believe the shliach that he changed his mind. He might have to prove it. Well, maybe we'll discuss that another time, but, but it, at least if he could prove that he changed his mind before the purchase, it, it would belong to him. So what about if, let's put a little spin on this case. Um, what about if the, um, the mishaleach gives, you know, $5,000 of cash to the shliach says, I want you to make this purchase by this auction. This auction is cash only. And now the shliach gets to the auction. Same thing happens. He likes the item. He wants to keep it. He wants to take it home. He decides he buys it for himself. But he doesn't, he doesn't walk around usually with $5,000 of cash. He's a credit cards guy only. And he needs now cash to put down. And lucky for him, he's carrying a bunch of cash in his pocket given to him by his, uh, his good old neighbor. And he uses that cash to buy it for himself. He, he borrows it. Yeah. <laughs> You know, we've, we've heard of things like that, I'm sure, in the Besden context. Um, but does that then, leaving aside the um, ramai of it, but does that change the, the calculus here at all in whose item it now is? Yeah, so, so according to many Rishayinim, um, it, the, the, f- the fact that he used the Mishleach's money that would that would make it belong to the Mishleach, even if he had clear intention that he's not buying it on behalf of the Mishleach, but if the Mishleach's money was used for that purchase, it, the, the item would automatically belong to the, the, to the person who the money came from, uh, you know, the Mishleach. If you enjoyed this video and would like to receive more like it, or to sponsor future videos, 
please click the link below or visit beishavad.org.